welcome and welcome back to BNB Anime for our second last episode of the year. You have me, Blue, and the wonderful Brad uh, here today, as usual. Hi, I'm Brad. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so this episode is a little bit different. If you didn't catch our year-end v- review last year, this is basically where we just go over an anime that we have watched and covered this year. We talk about some of the uh, like statistics of it. For instance, I have updated all of the dropped rates um, literally just a few minutes ago to what they are at most recently. So if we watch something as soon as it came out, the drop rate may have changed a little (laughs) between now and then. We also talk about things that we've watched and read in our own private time um, outside of the show. We talk about things we're excited about for the new year and um, also just other stuff about us because we're vain. And then next episode is going to be our anime awards where we are going to go through all of our year's worth of anime, basically everything that we have covered here on the podcast for the year, not the actual releases for the year. And we give out um, our awards of like best boy, best girl, best anime, best soundtrack, best whatever we feel like we make our own awards up. Yeah, this is in no correlation to Crunchyroll's anime awards. We literally do whatever the hell we want. So take it with a grain of salt. And if you have a problem with it, add us or DM <laughs> us. I, I kind of don't give a shit. I run the socials. Come at me. Yeah. And and let us know your best anime of the year or your like whatever. I don't know. Let us know. Chainsaw Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, first of all, we talk about ourselves because we are vain. Yeah. So... Your year, you've you've kind of had a interesting year between school and then everything else going on. Yeah, yeah. I finished up my first year at art school and started my second. I got a new job. I got a promotion at my new job. I have gone through, yeah, I, I went uh, this year, I, I start, got put on the wait list for my surgery. I had an MRI and figured out finally what's wrong with me. Um, <laughs> I mean, other than what's, you know, written on the tin, <laughs> but like, <laughs> and yeah, I continued living in Toronto. I have officially spent a full year here now. I'm at about a year and a half now here in the big city. The poor grocery store closed down that you went it to, did. so that's sad. My tiny little corner shop closed down, and I'm really sad about it. And um, and yeah, now I'm yeah not taking school next semester. I'm I'm taking off because my surgery is most likely going to hit right at exam time next semester, which is meaning like it's not there's no reason for me to go to school. So I'm taking next semester off. And that means that I will have actual free time to work on the anime podcast and watch more anime and be more involved, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, which means yeah. I can make her watch all the shit that I watch. Exactly. And on I'm a more consistent basis. That. Yes. Yeah. And hopefully less random episodes and a more solid schedule. So look forward to that in the new year. But Brad, your year has also been insane. Uh, I mean, it's been very busy. Mm-hmm. Between the asshole new neighbors of my cousin and his wife, so I've been doing a lot of that, have cut back a lot on streaming. But I mean, that's <clears throat> that kind of comes and goes with, you know, having been on the platform for eight years. So mm-hmm. content creation kind of has its, you know, dips, ups and down. Watched a shit ton of anime, read a lot of manga, have begun a massive manga collection. Mm-hmm. So that's handy. Yeah. 
yeah, outside of that, nothing has really changed. You went outside the country for the first time. Yeah, the cruise was fun. I yeah. ate a lot of pizza while I was on the cruise, so mm-hmm. that was nice. I made the turkey for Thanksgiving, so that was also interesting. It, yeah. It's been a good year first, but at the same time, it's been, I don't know, it's been a lot of fun. And I'm definitely looking forward to what 2023 has to offer, both in the sense of you know, IRL reasons, because, you know, occasionally we got to touch grass. Yeah, just every now and again. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, though, it's also excellent for the prospects of, you know, anime. Yes. Because, yeah, my we, God, it's going to be a massive year. Yeah, we've got so much coming out this next year. I'm stoked for it. Um, also, was it this year that um, uh, Funimation bought Crunchyroll? Yes, that was this year. Yeah, so huge news in the anime dubbing slash, you know, the the Western anime viewing platform world. Mm-hmm. And also MAPPA continuing to take over the anime world because they got the rights to One Punch Man Season 3. Yeah. And so their current schedule is become insane to the animators at MAPPA. You have my deepest condolences, but also keep up the good work. Yeah, and it was early this year that the Demon Slayer movie officially broke all of the records, right? It was like tail end of last year, early this year that those were all set. No, that was the end of 2020, early 2021. Really? Oh my god, my Because it released in Japan, if I'm not mistaken, October of 2020. See, I feel like COVID just like made all of those years just blend together. Oh no, it did. Yeah, I was like, because that feels like last year to me. Because, let's see here, I did that episode solo whenever I went to go watch it in April of last year. So, that tracks. Dina Slay, Mook and Train Arc. Yeah, you're right. Fair? Okay. Um, Yeah, we don't have a new overall best and worst drop rate our best and worst drop rate are still um tamayomi for the worst drop rate which if you guys i know i just kind of jumped into this but uh yeah we'll get to what this year is but tamayomi if you remember it was a covid drop it was a baseball girls anime um where the cgi was just dreadful. It had every right to be like one of our favorite sports anime of all time. If they had just gotten the animation right. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been incredible. Yes. Yeah. It had a, I think it was, it was one of those ones that tried to push through the working from home thing mm-hmm. when it should have just, said we're taking a short hiatus until we can get everyone back in the office because it suffered dreadfully i remember the first episode even the first two episodes i think were like fine and then it just quickly went downhill yeah Um, and i mean most of the shot animation was good but the second they went for movement it was awful fully yeah and then our best um, drop rate is still Jujutsu Kaisen. Now, I will say that we only count first seasons and series, not movies, in this drop rate 
calculation. Reason being, movies have a very low drop rate anyway, because even if somebody like starts a movie, even if the movie's shit, they'll still tend to like watch and finish the film. Um it, it would take like a lot for somebody to like turn off a film halfway through, you know? Mm-hmm. And second seasons have already filtered out people that didn't like the concept, you know? It, they yeah. already have a fan base. There's a loyalty there with the second season. <laughs> so those are the reasons why we don't count movies and second seasons or like third, fourth seasons, whatever. Yeah. So with that being said, we do have uh, two new ones for this year, a highest drop rate and a lowest drop rate. Um, excluding Spy Family, because Spy Family hasn't finished yet. So, we yes. only covered the first core, yeah. Yes, Spy Family would sit at the very top of our list of lowest drop rate, but it's still currently airing, so we can't technically count it, even though that drop rate is coming for Jujutsu Kaisen's throat, man. Yes. It's coming after it hard. Which means that I actually don't know what our best drop rate is because that's a third season and that is what we didn't is that? do a whole lot of originals this year. Um if I had to take a guess as far as originals go, I think I think I think it's the uh, the very first one we covered this year. Uh which is Oh, slime? Yeah, I think it's that time I got reincarnated as a slime is our best yep. rate of the year. I, I guess that takes it. I'm just trying to see. Because as far as, like, multi-seasons, you've got... Oh, no, no, Anohana beats it. Ah. Uh... So, yeah, Anohana and slime, which are very close in number, actually. They're very close. Yeah, so... Anohana has a 2.36. It was a 2.35 when I uh, mentioned it, when we covered it. I've recalculated it to be a 2.36% drop rate. And that time I got reincarnated as a slime, as a slime is at a 2.57, which I believe is the same as it was when I covered it So originally. So there's a, a 0.2 difference between them, approximately. Um for a drop rate and yeah anohana the flower we saw that day just takes the cake if you don't remember or didn't watch our anohana podcast episode or you haven't seen the anime it is an anime about a group of kids that um are trying to navigate um the experience of having lost someone at a young age is the best way to describe that i i feel like yeah um, that tracks yeah. and uh it's a very emotional storyline it's based around these kids that have grown up and um kind of separated each other and then and then trying to figure out their lives together or, or separate from from each other um and that time i got reincarnated as a slime is an isekai if you hadn't guessed from the name and what? It, <laughs> no and um it is a very like OP main character kind of vibe. Um, typical Isekai. It's a great time. And I do highly recommend you watch it, even though I only gave it a six out of 10, according to this 
I think that's just because like isekai is such a saturated genre that the that level of scoring them I feel like is so much harsher than it is for other genres. Um, Brad gave Unless it you're a, me. yeah. Brad gave it a seven to a seven and a half out of ten. Um, but we I both re- I remember both of us actually enjoying it. I just think it's not like the best isekai. Yeah, I for me I feel like I compare it too much to ReZero. Yeah. Just because ReZero still sits as my favorite isekai of all time. Yeah. And my second favorite anime of all time. Mm. However, with all of that being said, Slime, Shield Hero, Overlord, ReZero, and the Saga of Tanya the Evil sit as like the five overall top isekais in a lot of people's books. Mm -hmm. So kind of makes sense as to why... It's still good, and it's a phenomenal anime. It's yeah. just not our favorites. Yeah, and I feel like it sits... Like, I think the reason why is because, like, ReZero is, like, intense psychological warfare kind of vibes. And then you've got... um, Oh, what's that one with Megamin? Oh, Konosuba? Yeah, Konosuba. jokes? Yeah, which is, like, a complete comedy isekai. And I feel like that time I got reincarnated as a slime kind of sits in the middle... And but because we've experienced both of the sharp contrasts, um, the time I got reincarnated as a slime kind of then becomes almost a fence sitter anime. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, you know, you you feel like you just want it to to make a choice as to what it is, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then our worst or biggest drop rate of the year is quite surprising in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's Shikimori's not just a cutie, but the 21.1% drop rate, which has done a little bit better than the original 22.6% drop rate. Mm-hmm. But um, you gave this one a 10 out of 10, and I gave this one an 8 out of 10. It's because it's so good. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what everybody else thinks, even though yeah. it was made for an audience of one, which is yeah. me, <laughs> so good. Uh, I love the manga. I love everything about the show. So to everybody that didn't like it, I get it. Yeah. It is a very like niche slice of life, mm-hmm. but it's so good. God, mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah. It's, it's a very like bashful comedy um, with, yeah, it does have a very specific audience. If you like rom-coms and you like slice of life, I think you'll get a kick out of this and I recommend checking it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. It's very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than, yeah, it's pretty standard. I don't, I don't get why the drop rate is so high. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. But then again, like I said, it's a very niche show, yeah. kind of similar for other things like Dress Up Darling, Odd Taxi, mm-hmm. even Kong Ming, for instance, like those that are outside of the mainstream of what everybody enjoys. So it makes sense. Yeah, our, our second um highest one like first season drop rate is science fell in love so i tried to prove it which is in the same genre as shikimori's not just a cutie it's a rom-com slice of life it's actually one of my favorite rom-coms that i've watched um Mm. even though i only gave it a 7.5 brad also gave it a 7.5 
reason being is because it's based around people that are a little bit older. We're talking about college grads. Um, and so it feels more watchable to someone who is that kind of age. Um, and I feel like it, it was just really nice to see an anime, a romance anime that is based around people that are that little bit older. You get it quite often in manga. You get to like, if you're reading, um, romance manga there's a lot of them that are based around people in the workforce or or like office people you know mm-hmm. less so you see them actually being turned into animes this was nice to see but it's interesting to me how both of them have such a high drop rate in comparison to others the the only other one that is anywhere near that high is the devil's a part-time season two which obviously doesn't count towards the running oh and we also have I've been killing cybers for 300 years and have maxed up my level to 14.07% drop rate. Yeah, that um, one that one kind of deserves it. Yes. Like it was an enjoyable, like shut your brain off type of watch, but it it kind of deserves it because it's not it's not that good. No, it's it's felt kind of amateurish. It's yeah, it's like yeah. It's Yeah. It was like made for one audience, and that mm-hmm. was kind of it. And our ratings kind of reflect that as well. That was one of our lower rated anime of the year. Yeah, we gave that one a 5.5. Well, I did, and and Brad gave it a 6 out of 10. The only one that sits at that same level is Bubble, which was, yeah. (laughs) Yes, um, Bubble can go screw itself. Yeah, we kind of talked about it before sitting down for this recording, and Bubble has become Blue's version of Dive, even though Dive is still far, far worse. I I'm I'm lowering my rate for bubble. I don't care. Right now I'm still mad about it. So it's going to be a 3 now. It's okay cuz you know what that still sits higher than my negative 400 for dive. Okay, so. if you're going into negative then I'm giving it a negative 400 too because I'm still mad. No, no, I'm I'm going to change it back to a 3. No, it's a negative 400. Because I think I gave dive a 2 because they tried. It's like my actual rating. So, yeah, your three tracks. So you can still worse. I still worse. Fine. Okay, fair. Um, (laughs) I'm still pissed about Bubble. If you don't remember Bubble or you haven't listened to our episode about it, first of all, go listen to it. But second of all, don't watch the film. And third of all, (laughs) don't waste your time. It's It's not worth it. It's so bad. It's okay. So the idea isn't bad. I like the utopian society thing there's a romance it's just okay i'm going to spoil so fair warning this is the spoiler in the film um okay give you a countdown to three three two one okay spoilers are happening he falls in love with her right with a bubble and she's she's a bubble she she literally turns into a bubble at the end of the film she becomes a bubble right but he can still speak to her through his psychic magic power i don't know he can still speak to her but she ends the film like not like in the the height of the film that she turns back into a girl no she ends the film as a bubble he is in love with an actual bubble and she can communicate with nobody else and they tried to push this off as like a really romantic happy ending of like oh my god look how in love they are like he still loves her when she's a bubble and it's kind of you know that like that question that your girlfriend asks you at 3 a.m she's kind of mad at you and feeling sensitive and is like would you still love me if i'm a worm it's literally that like she's 
an actual bubble. He still loves her. He is the only person that can talk to her. She is. She can only talk to him. And that he's 17 years old. That sense of responsibility, I cannot get over this. I'm like, you've just, like, cursed him. Like, don't you feel bad for him as a character to be like, okay, you can never have any other kind of relationship. You're 17 years old. Your first love is going to be the love for the rest of your life, no matter what. And you can't touch her. You can't hug her. You, Nobody else can interact with her. She's slowly going to go insane because she's completely dependent on you. You're slowly going to go insane because you're actually talking to a bubble and you're, like, trying to explain to other people. And it, it's just, like, sad and depressing and, like, like, it would be more merciful if they had just killed her off. I kind of did. But not, though, <clears throat> because now he's like, it's like having her as a ghost, but only haunting him. You know what I mean? Like, he can never get over this. Yeah. He's just but plagued with her. We've gotten over it because we have watched a lot better things this year. I still haven't gotten over it. I'm still fully, like, simmering on this. You'll get over it. You you never got over dive, okay? So I forget about dive until you bring it up, and then I get pissed off. I forgot about bubble until I saw the spreadsheet. You know what, though, the bad part about it is, is that bubble was something that we just kind of watched on a whim. You were like, "Yeah, dive is good. Let's watch that." It's because I enjoyed. So it. your recommendation failed. Fair, but I was also stoked that there was an anime about diving because I thought that was interesting. And look how it turned out. Well, at least nobody turned into a bubble. Yeah, but the thing flopped harder than me going off a diving board. So, again, who's the real winner? Nobody. We both lose. (laughs) You're right. It's just emotional damage. Yeah. Emotional damage. Um, yeah. So yeah, so if you want something to watch on Netflix that's not that, go watch Comey. Yeah, basically. Comey's so good. Yep. And that's kind of as much as I, as we have for the drop rates. Yeah. And also as far as like the worst thing that we've watched this year. Yeah, is Bubble. I, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. But then we've had some really like... <laughs> Sorry, I'm still trying to get my voice back. So you'll you have to bear with the coughing. I apologize for this episode and the next episode because we're pre-recording because Blue's going home. So mm-hmm. apologies in advance. Anyway, good stuff we've covered this year. Comey? Comey. At least as far as I'm concerned, Comey was very good. Mm-hmm. Then Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District, of course. Kind of kind of can't, you know, get past that. Yeah. Jujutsu uh, Kaisen Zero. Yes, very good. Um, I know you're about to say Vinland Saga. I was. I like Vinland Saga a lot. Of course, the anime that took over the world this year or earlier this year of Spy Family. Yeah, we've also got My Dress Up Darling and Odd Taxi. Uh, Dress Up Darling, so good. Yeah. Odd Taxi was also very enjoyable. Yes. The Dress Up Darling was very, very good. Yeah. Um what else? Kaguya-sama, the yeah. third season was absolutely excellent. Yes. We had um Licorice Recoil towards the end and the last couple that we covered as well, um SAO Progressive Aria Stylist Night and Laybet Camp of the film. We enjoyed both of those. 
Yeah. The new season of The Devil's a Part-Timer was also enjoyable. It was nice to have it as kind of like a return to form. Yeah. Um, you really enjoyed your boy Kong Ming. I did. That soundtrack slaps. Yeah. The, st- the story is relatively mediocre. I will give you that. But the soundtrack slaps. Mm-hmm. We also had a Beauty and the Beast remake with Belle. Very enjoyable. I really enjoyed the animation style and the soundtrack. I still listen to the soundtrack. I have it downloaded on my phone, so I'd give it a listen every now and then. Yeah, and I really like the character design in that film. Yeah, the character design was excellent. Yeah. It's been a it's been a very good year as far as what we've covered. There haven't really been anything so far that we've just both been like, I hate it. Other than Bubble and there was something else that we kind of shit all over. Yeah, I'm trying to think what what do we have that what was our second lowest? Um, um I've been killing slimes, we rated low. Yeah, that one that one wasn't that good. We've covered some obscure topics this year with slow loop, which was fishing. Yeah, that is the only sports-themed anime we covered this year. I I apologize profusely to Blue because sports anime is kind of her thing. and But this is also what happens whenever you leave the yeah. scheduling up to me, is I just kind of do whatever I want. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, I haven't taken Blue into account at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's totally fine. I've been very, very busy with school, but I'm super excited for this year when I'm actually going to be around to, um, like, do more shit. And it's going to be sick. And I'm excited. Yeah, um, which we have some sports stuff, which I will say... I've tried to schedule sports things for this year, but it kept just not working out because better and better stuff kept coming out as the year went along. Yeah. Because our last half of the year was pretty much stacked. Yeah. With new releases. And next year, you know, kind of looking forward to the things that we've got set up for next year. Next year is very stacked as well. Mm-hmm. Like, we are literally starting the year off with Chainsaw Man, the second core of Spy Family, the first core of Blue Lock. Bochi the Rock, which to those of us that were around for our K-On period, this is K-On, but better. Yeah. And by better, I mean, do you, do you want to like dive into the story of Bochi the Rock a little bit, just to kind of give yourself a little bit of preface? Sure. Let's go for it. Bochi the Rock is about a socially inept girl who just wants to be popular, but she has very severe social anxiety, so much to the point where she's like, hmm. You know, if I get really good at guitar, then maybe people will (laughs) like me. And then she gets really good at guitar. And on her first day of high school, she even brings a guitar to school thinking the guitar is going to be a really nice talking point. Nobody still talks to her, but she's very popular on YouTube. I'm down. But then she starts a band and it's it's a great time. I absolutely enjoy it. That sounds so fun. It's great. We've got Do It Yourself, which is a DIY slice of life that's absolutely adorable. That also gives K-On vibes, just of the building variety. Love that. More than a married couple, but not lovers, which is my trash rom-com of the season that I absolutely adore mm-hmm. right now. And then the Chainsaw Man that's not Chainsaw Man and Akiba Made War. Akiba Maid War is about maid cafes that quite literally go to war. The first episode has a musical number where they are just absolutely decimating each other to the beat. Love that. 
it it was it's such a trip, but it's such a good trip. Love that. My God, it I can't wait to get into the stuff that we've <coughs> got to cover. Yeah. For the first of the year. It's gonna be very good. I'm very excited. And even the winter anime season for next year is already looking stacked, both from a seasonal release and a film. Yeah, release. I'm super excited. I'm very excited as well. It's going to be good. It's going to be very good. I'm very, very excited. Yeah. So I realize you've been busy with school, but have you been watching any extracurricular anime this year that's been very good? Mm, um, I definitely, uh, not so much watching anime. I have been reading some manga. I can't think of any that are coming to mind right now. I've been slowly trying to collect my manga collection as well, but I'm, I, like, I live in a studio apartment. I don't have a lot of room here. So mm-hmm. I... I have a very small selection. Um, I was reading the Laidback Camp manga, though, very much enjoying that. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i trying to think. <laughs> oh, isn't anything coming to mind right away? You'll say, I know you've been on a manga kick here lately. I know, and, like... Um... Nothing, literally, literally nothing is coming to mind. So I feel like it's one of those things where I'm going to have to go back through my history and like see what I read. Because a lot of the stuff I've been reading has been like online webtoons and stuff, which have been very fun to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I will keep you guys posted if I come across anything fun. And maybe, yeah, we'll do something more about that. But you, Brad, have been into it all year. I have been watching as much weekly stuff as humanly possible, which is how I've kind of stacked the deck for us on a week-to-week basis. I mean, Spy Family, Mob Psycho, Chainsaw Man, which I haven't been able to shut up about since it started. You've got the new season of My Hero, which I am 100% caught up on the My Hero manga at this point, and I am absolutely stoked for where the show's going to go, but I don't think anybody's ready with where it's going to go. So, you know, that's the thing. (laughs) And then we've also had some absolute garbage, like rent a girlfriend season two. (sighs) (laughs) So it's been very up and down, but at the same time, I'm very thankful for this podcast because it's given me a reason to watch so much stuff on a week to week basis. Otherwise I wouldn't have found little, side stories that have been absolutely phenomenal like Bochi the Rock and more than a married couple but not lovers. Mm. It even trapped in a dating sim. Like I just came across that just because I'm watching as much stuff week to week as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's I'm very excited for where the new year is going to go from an anime perspective, but also shortly after the new year, I'm going to be getting a new audio setup. So y'all will get to hear my dulcet tones, but better. Yes. So that'll be exciting, maybe, if I can figure it out. If not, um, I'm going to have three microphones and still sound like shit. Because <laughs> I'm getting a completely new audio setup to hopefully get rid of the two microphones that I have and just switch to one nice XLR mic and clean up my desk. Because, my God, my recording setup is garbage. Yeah. And hopefully it'll make editing a lot easier on us next year. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. But 
I think that pretty much takes care of the wrap up or I've talked about everything that I wanted to talk about as far as like a year end wrap up goes. What about you? Yeah, I feel like the same thing. Um, Things to look for in the new year is more stuff on the YouTube channel. Brad has more episodes of Anime Island that are going to be coming your way. I am still hoping to do some First Impression Friday videos where I watch one episode of something random and I stick it out on a Friday. Um, now I actually have time to do that. I decided that I was going to try and do it mid-semester last year and that did not work out in my favor. So now I have some free time. I'm hoping to pick that back up again um, or like actually launch it. Um, and so those are two things that you can look for at minimum. We're also going to be on a bunch of friends, podcasts and stuff in the new year. Um, so that's something to look out for as well. Voice acting stuff is also hoping to pick up for both Brad and I. Um, I am possibly going to be doing some stuff for um, audiobooks for a couple of friends. So that's things on my end brad streaming you can find him on brad carter gaming um on twitch i may also stream every now and again i'm probably not going to go back to streaming as i did previously where i was streaming like full time uh but i would like to stream every now and again especially streaming doing some art stuff i will also be revamping my etsy shop as that took a um seat on the back burner whilst i was in school for the semester um yeah, those are all fun things that are coming your way. And uh, hopefully we'll be getting some more guests just around friends of the the podcast and stuff. will be hopefully showing their faces. And maybe you'll even see some minor like artwork style, like anime style artwork stuff featuring on some of our videos in the future. Those are all like kind of pipe dream things um, for the channel but we have big plans for this year coming and uh we are looking forward to it very much and we hope that you'll join us on the ride yes so from us here we hope you have an excellent holiday season because again we are pre-recording this one and the next episode while blue is going to be away in alberta Mm -hmm. so do be sure to be safe enjoy your holidays and if you want to follow us on all the socials, literally BNB anime everywhere, like literally everywhere. Yes. Yeah. We, we have legit URLs for YouTube and website. So check them out. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. And we hope to see you in, uh, the new year. So look forward to next week where we are doing our anime awards. Yeah. Figure out what we like the best and what, we believe deserve some sort of award no matter how much of a bullshit award it may be yeah and have a good solstice yule christmas hanukkah christmas, whatever it is holidays hanukkah yeah literally anything and everything just have a happy holiday season and we will see y'all later bye Bye-bye.